There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I'm gay. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Well, you're right, Doug. I was watching Teen Wolf over the weekend. Were you? And, uh... What was it? Still never seen it. I haven't either. Really good. It won Best Picture. I can't believe it did. Is that 85... But 86 Academy Awards. And it's about some teenager who turns into a wolf, is that correct? It's a spoiler. But that's basically the gist of the picture. I'm sure there's life lessons attached <laughs> to this movie, I would assume. Out of Africa won that year, unfortunately. Mm. Be it out Teen Wolf. Robbery. It's a shame. What Teen Wolf got the Golden Globe. Uh, and that music does play while Michael J. Fox is talking to Boof. Who won Best Supporting Actor? Who won Best Supporting Actress? Yes, Michael J. Fox beat out Robert Redford. Is that right for Best Actor? I don't, I don't know. They swept. I know that. Bill Hurt won Werewolf for Kiss of the Spider Woman. Kiss of the Spider Woman. And they Bad were walking from... down the street, and Boof was kind of making a play for Michael J. Fox, and she was starting to become hip to the fact that. He may be a wolf. Oh. Okay. There's a there's a lot of movies in that genre, aren't there? Werewolf movies, and this guy's a wolf, and this girl's a wolf. What's up with that? Jason Bateman starred in Teen Wolf 2, whereas Michael J. Fox was a basketball player who would turn into a wolf. Yeah. Despite being five foot three. Correct. Uh, and he ran a hell of a point. Uh, kind of, I think, was the uh, inspiration for... What we've seen with uh, LeBron James. Then you saw Jason Bateman become a boxer who would turn into a wolf. And why wolves? And why don't they turn into a pig or something? And, and possibly the most '80s move ever. Teen Wolf Two is spelled T O O, not T O W. I don't you like that, Doug. No, it carries an eight percent on Rotten Tees. Eight percent. Yeah. What the critics consensus? Bad. Aiming for the low bar set by its predecessor, Wow Shots Fired, and never coming close to clearing it, Teen Wolf 2 is an unfunny sequel whose bark is just as awful as its bite. Yeah. Damn. Wow. I mean, you think all these highly paid executives and artists and writers, and that's what you come up with to make a movie about? The poster really? is brutal. I mean, there's so many fascinating, based on a true story, possibilities for movies out there. Why, why do they sink to that kind of stuff? 
No, it, didn't, it only made $7.7 .7 million at the box office. But I think the budget was only 300000 so it was a nice ROI. And the VHS sales. Sick. Uh, the I budget was $7 million. I don't know. Yeah, my VHS of Teen Wolf 2 and Wet Pink went missing same night. Really, uh, so, some of the movies that, that get green-lighted and, and get made, it, it's just stunning that a, that a whole committee of executives sat at a table somewhere and said, yeah, this sounds great, let's go for it. Well, the first one made a lot of money, so they figured, well, we'll do another one. The Teen Wolf made a lot of money? I thought it did. Jackson, do we have our box office receipts sure, on Teen Wolf? I sure. know it won Best Picture at the Golden Globe. It didn't. They also turned it into a series in 2011. Uh, so 2011, it, they waited a little while. Yeah, they actually, so a budget of $4 million, they cleared $30 million at the box Sick. office. Sick, there it is, Doug. How about uh, that 750% ROI? What are you going to do with that now? Yeah, that would clear for any sequel. I'd like to see a movie. I mean, there's so many dumb movies made about Babe Ruth. I'd like to see a The John movie. Goodman one was legit, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you here, Iggy. The, the real thing, he was big enough, you don't have to make anything up. Yeah. The pop lie home have him, going yeah. to, have him going into St. Louis and have him coming out of the Chase Park Plaza and going to a whorehouse. Yes. What? He played golf at Normandy. Yeah, I mean, show the real Babe Ruth. Show... Yeah, he had a fascinating life. He was like the first guy to have a personal trainer. Yeah, you don't have to make up stories about hitting a dog and then going to the hospital in the middle of a game because your foul ball hit a dog that was on the field. Yeah. I can't believe that people read that script and go, oh, this is awesome. We're right. definitely green light. Well, really and he did so much crazy stuff. You could just follow the, what he really did and it'd be fine. I've, I, I deep teased uh, the uh, Eli Drinkwitz thing, and then we have the design air heating and cooling email of the day, so I've got to make sure we stay on the clock oh, because okay. Buck Swope and Brian Henshin are doing a showdown here. Sure they are. For the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the month for the month of July, mm -hmm. uh, theathletic.com. I went there this morning to read the latest from Ken Rosenthal in Jim Bowden. Bowden. And uh, on the front page, there's a picture of the Plowhawks uh, SEC Coach of the Year, Eli Drinkwitz. Really? College Football Recruiting Index. Time to panic at Colorado, Missouri, and Michigan State. Oh, no. We're panicking? Uh, and uh, writes the following, panic level, in need of in-state help, Missouri. The Tigers were actually pretty active in July, picking up five commitments, including two from blue-chip prospects, but Missouri's class sits at the bottom of the SEC. Oh. Two years ago, the Tigers pulled the top 15 class thanks to the strength of their in-state recruiting efforts when they signed five of Missouri's top 10 players, and that didn't include five-star wide receiver Luther Burden, who played at East St. Louis in Illinois. Um, last cycle, Missouri signed just three of the top 10 in the state, and its class ranking fell to 34th nationally. As of Monday, the Tigers did not have a commitment from any of the state's top 15 players. Oh let alone the top 10. Former Missouri coach Barry Odom, who is now the head coach at UNLV, holds a commitment from the state's number 10 player. Uh, there are a few months for that to change, but Eli Drinkwitz, who hasn't won more than six games in a season during his three years at Missouri, will have to get the ball rolling soon. Uh, Doug, that is from theathletic.com this morning. I suppose if you have kind of a dud season. And last year was really pretty much of a dud. Could have been really good. It really could have been. I think a, War Damn Eagle and uh, the Georgia Bulldogs at Athens or yeah. in, in, excuse me, in, in Columbia. Those yeah, were, but, I mean, they were. But just the, I think the general narrative of was, it was a team that underachieves. And, and who wants to be a part of that if you've got offers from programs that appear to be going in the other direction? I, I, I think less than eight wins and he's done. You yeah. think they fire him at seven wins? Yeah. I think they, they do. Really? I think they I do think too. So. That's basically a 500 season. I think you look at the schedule and go, okay, like, you have to get to eight, I think. 
I think this year is going to be special for the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> Why special? That's what I think. If they start what does special to... mean to you? Upwards of, of nine. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I think this year. Nobody returns more starters uh, than your Missouri Tigers. I was watching Roman Harper talk about him last night on oh, SEC yeah. Now. Uh-huh. got a really good wide receiver room. Drink has proven that he has a good I run scheme. I love the over on six and a half wins. Love the over. Well, love, why, love, love the over. Why couldn't you get any of the top 15 in Missouri? What's going wrong there? You know, you show up to the house in a dump truck and start, start I doubt screaming. That is it 0 for 15 in the state? How is that possible? Uh, Larry Thornton, who is locked in on uh, Missouri Athletics, says, I'm no drink apologist, but it's kind of misleading as drink is taking smaller classes and concentrating more on the portal. There's that. He also signed the number one player in the state just a few years ago in Luther Burden. Well, you need to be doing that almost every year. Isn't he from East St. Louis? If you're the only really major yes, program, only program in a Power 5 conference in the state with five, what, five or six million people, you got to get the top and players say, every year. Say what you want, and kids will be kids, and they'll go, you know, so keeping kids in state now is harder than ever because NIL, family can travel wherever because their son has an extra 200 some thousand dollars in income. I. I just don't see if not having any in the top 15 in terms of commit, that's a huge red flag. And I, this, that's not on drink. That's any coach. But I don't think many I, have committed yet, just so you – Yeah, they're banking on Ryan Wingo. And who is that player? Little fun name. It's like a DN. I forgot what his name was. So they have two five-stars that have visited twice that are still out there. But drink is supposed to be that, you know – players coach that recruiter and I, I haven't seen it yet and if you start sam horn then you're definitely getting fired why just not he's thrown two incomplete passes in a career and you're wanting to start high him school all american if we're going to talk about recruits then all we're basing off of is high school so what are we supposed to do good morning morning <laughs> if you are a major university and your fans can point to quote that time you got the top recruit in the state that's a massive problem. Thank you, Arbor Day. But I, I think the recruiting in-state thing is kind of, because of NIL, kind of a little old, a little out of style, a little antiquated. Like, if you're getting good recruits, who cares where they're coming from? I'm not saying that Drink has proven to consistently get great recruits, but I, I understand developing through the portal as opposed to getting 18-year-olds. Yeah, but it used to be that could that could be one of your bread and butter things where you could – just count on loyalty to your state program would get you a few players anyway. Sure. Uh, they haven't done much to prove that loyalty, so it's kind of a chicken and egg conversation. Yeah, they used to get them. They used to. Their offense could be really good if Drink doesn't touch the offensive playbook. Couldn't agree more. Doesn't call any plays. I think that's where Brady Cook strived, obviously, that three or four game stretch last year. I think that's where he'll make Plus that leap healthy. this year. Yeah. I would be shocked if it's anybody other than Brady Cook. In a, in a make-or-break season like this, if I'm drank, you got to ride somebody with experience. And Brady Cook yeah. had flashes there. You know, you want more than just flashes. but Well, you got to have somebody behind him because he runs a lot and takes some big hits. How he's avoided more serious injury than he has is, is pretty fortunate. I would be surprised if he ran as much as he did last year. He's a tough knee guy. injury or yeah. whatever injury he had, yeah, that, that could be tough. I would like to tell the people about... 
mentality. If you are waking up and you're feeling sluggish, if you are putting on weight and you haven't really made any changes to your diet, if you're not putting on muscle like you used to, those are symptoms of low testosterone. And Mantality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. The normal range for testosterone is large, and if you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Go to LowTUSA.com. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore their ability to perform normally at all levels. Go to LowTUSA.com and experience Mentality. It's Mentality at LowTUSA.com. Come, uh, Doug, the Women's World Cup team with a draw this morning, mm-hmm. nil-nil, and nearly lost in extra time to Portugal. I know you were up uh, watching it, saw your tweets. Uh, yeah. You were a little surprised, and Carly Lloyd, who used to play for the U.S. women's team, was uh, very critical on the post-game show and uh, called out the players' efforts, some of which are her former teammates, the American coach, uh, following the game, and uh, Iggy, how do you pronounce his name? Is that <clears throat> the <laughs> soccer coach, the U.S. women's soccer coach? Doug, is it Vlatko Andonovsky? I, I, I just call him coach. I didn't even know they were playing. Oh come on! <laughs> Portugal hit the goalpost last night. What is this? In extra time. Is this, is this the World Cup? Yes, yes it's going there on is, now. Yeah. The World Cup's going on now. Yeah, Women the women's—they've played three times. Doug, they beat Vietnam. Uh, and a draw with the Netherlands and a draw with Portugal, yeah. but they do advance the round of 16. Punch that ticket. And someone's questioning their effort. If Carly have, Lloyd is. If you don't have effort for the World Cl- Cup, what exactly are you saving it for? Uh, they would have lost to... Uh, they would have been donezo like really? high school. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the one thing I want to say is that this team wanted to win this game more than anything else. They've put everything they could in their preparation for this tournament and every game that they go into. So to question the mentality of this team, to question the willingness to win, to compete, I think it's insane. No. No, who was that? That uh, that was Vlatko Andonovsky, who was uh, responding to Carly Lloyd. Vlatko Andonovsky. Do you have anybody you know anymore? I mean, Megan Rapinoe, Alex Morgan. Morgan They still play on this team? Yeah. Yeah. Morgan They retired. No, Rapino's going to retire, but she doesn't Rodman's really play. a good player. Trinity Rodman, Dennis Rodman's daughter, Doug. She's really good. They put Morgan in for Rodman last, I guess, this morning, and that I saw caused some... Morgan doesn't start either. Well, she started the game I watched. She was, you know, right there at the front. Had a goal called back. Well, Lloyd uh, retired at the end of 2021. She's been a frequent critic of the team since retiring, rallying against a culture of the team that she said had moved away from focusing on winning. I don't know what they're focused on, though. They didn't offer the alternative to On their pay, focused. social well, issues and their pay. But without women's soccer, I mean, soccer as a whole in the U.S. would be kind of a joke. Like, they're carrying that. They're about, they're trying to win three World Cups in a row, which is insane to think about. Yeah. Like, they are carrying the popularity of soccer right uh, now. She said you never want to take anything for granted. You put on that jersey and you want to get everything you have for the people that came before you and the people that are going to come after you, and I'm just not seeing that passion. I'm just seeing a very lackluster, uninspiring, taking it for granted where winning and training and doing all that you can be to be the best possible individual player is not happening. Hmm. Uh, Anna, Doug, is it Anna Capetta or Anna Capita? Yes. Nearly Mm -hmm. scored for Portugal about two minutes into stoppage time, but her shot hit the left post. The Portuguese players sobbed on the field after the final whistle after coming come so close 
to the upset. Yeah. Would have been one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history, they said. And how big of a shock would that have been if the U.S. had not even gotten through that qualifying round? Is Joe's friend still goaltender? No. Hope still looks like 55, right? Well, not that old. She probably wouldn't like what I just said. But... No, she wouldn't. She's probably, she might be 40. She was a friend of the show. She used to come she in was. studio all the time. Remember yeah, that? she was fun. We were at 1380, uh-huh. and she was going to be a judge for a Girl Next Door contest, bikini contest with Brie Olsen, but thought better of it. Yeah. She missed out. Good for her. Because that's one of the rare that... good decisions she made <laughs> yeah. in her life. She did get into some trouble. Good goalie, though. She's 42. Ah. 42? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a few World Cups off. She was a heck of a player. She even played for the Athletica when they were here. Remember that? St. Louis had a professional Absolutely. women's That's team. That's why she was here. Yeah, she was the goalie. She lived on Wash Ave across the street from me. Uh-huh. Um... Plowhawk is wrong again. The U.S. men's team generates far more revenue than the women's team. That's in the three hundred four. Oh, yeah. Well, revenue. I, well, revenue. Success, I, 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 yeah, I was. Success, I'm, t- I'm talking revenue. There's no question. Absolutely, you are correct. But women. In terms of success four. on the pitch, without a bunch of hype, but actually trophies to show for it, mm-hmm. the women are absolutely just wiping the floor with the men the last twenty years. Yeah. And it's not even close. No. There's no argument there, so no. stop. The US men have never come close to winning a not World even Cup. Clo- not even close. Not even the quarters, right? Or did they make the quarters I don't, I don't one time? I don't know about that, but they haven't won two or three, however many they've won. Don't they have their own tournament every year that they win? Who's this now? The US women? No, they men. lost the CONCACAF, right? So they just put a bunch of crap teams in there. And oh, no, no, that's not their own tournament. It's a tournament for, <laughs> I think, the Western Hemisphere teams, isn't it? Or the Americas? Or... Yeah, it's, I don't know. they call it the West North America, Cup? Central America, and the Caribbean. It's the mm-hmm. CONCACAF Gold Cup. Bill, Bill, Bill. Did they win that? No, we did not. Mexico is the reigning champion. They took our measure. Yeah. Mexico's won nine And then they beat us here, too. They beat our MLS team. They beat us here, they beat us there. Ah, yes, beat us. (laughs) Uh, Don't allow yourself to get beat on the uh, putting green by getting one in your backyard with clubhouse turf. Doug, I'm really starting to think about pushing for this in our house. The more I hear about this, the more I kind of want one Ah, myself. How about that? Do you Mm -hmm. have room with the barn off? Oh, gosh, yeah. Many, many acres. Acres. Yeah. acres. You already got a three-hole course. Have, yeah, I could put a three-hole course. I could turn it into nine holes, probably. Uh, John Rahm has one. Max Homa has one. Doug's going to have one, and I'm going to have one. So why don't you have one? Uh, each clubhouse turf signature green is unique in design, whether creating a replica hole like the 12th at Augusta or the 2nd at Bell Reeve. Clubhouse turf can create your own backyard golf experience that your family and friends will enjoy for years to come. Call Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. And Golf Digest's best in golf and start improving your game today. 314-834-2339 is the number. Let them know you're a TMA listener. 314-834-2339. But you don't remember phone numbers, do you? No. No, you go to clubhouseturf.com and let them know you're a TMA listener. I'm telling you, when I wind up scoring well and I track all my stats, why? Because I'm crazy. I look at the putting stats, and that's where everything what is. What did they tell you? That's where everything is. I mean, it's just, it's, it's and not that that's really groundbreaking, but when people think about practicing golf, I don't think they necessarily think about putting practice, you know what I mean? Or chipping, even. You know how many times I've hit it dead straight, like 220, and then still get a 7 or 8? So, yeah. Is that because you 3-jack or because you can't I, hit your I think it from within or? 100 in, I that's think it's it, definitely 3-jacking. Greens really? is the worst. 220 is a nice drive, and you only weigh 115. Yeah, I think that's about what I can really give it, you know? Mm-hmm. Usually probably typically sitting around 180, 190, but sometimes yeah. you can get it. 
Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been a lot of roll this year. You know, it's not dry, hasn't been dry. It's been really wet. We have had, over the last week and a half. I feel like I don't, Iggy, you might know. Well, I, I feel like seven out of ten yet. days. I feel like over the last ten days, I feel like there's been rain. Not that all of it's been heavy. Certainly, Saturday night was heavy, and and at least uh, yeah, slight drizzle here. I mean, it's drizzling outside now. What stopped? Yeah, it, I didn't. I, I it saw it during the commercial break. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was raining. Bill, Bill, you know is what I say. Nice Bill, and cool Bill out there. Bill, Bill. Mm-hmm. It's like 75 degrees out there right now. Uh, Jackson, what do we have coming up on Balloon Party? I know it's in 12 minutes, and I know they're probably not going to be happy. Well, we're just talking about the Women's World Cup. We have Taylor Twelman, as we do every Tuesday, talking with Twelman on Tuesdays at 10.35. Uh, presented by Together Credit Union. Indeed, indeed. And then we have the uh, Little Pills Half and Half. Oh. Trade deadline day. You know, this is, uh, mm. this is a banner day for you know, the program. I, 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 I irresponsibly spend on having both YouTube TV and Spectrum so I can watch Cardinal games, even though I realize there are options and I'm just not doing it, which is dumb. It's all in me. But I don't have the MLB Network, and today is a day, especially with it being rainy, where I will just sit in front of the television and watch the trade deadline all mm-hmm. afternoon. But I don't have it. I guess i got to call Spectrum and get it added because it's not even an option with YouTube TV. I believe that's the deal. Really? I have it on my Spectrum. Do you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You mind if I come Channel over? Channel 804. Let's go to Doug's and watch it. You mind? I can just no, peek in the window. Sure. I've done it before. Yeah, I've seen you. <laughs> it's I, tough I because like you can see one side of my head. Yeah. Because I can barely... Barely see over it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. It's a showdown between Buck Swope and Brian Henson. Except Brian Henson didn't email it. How? He'd email two or three a day. There's a big lacrosse tournament going on. Oh, no. I'm going to give him a couple more minutes. I'm going to tell people about Maggie O'Brien's. Jackson, is there any Brian Henson email? I've been looking. I've been waiting. He has not sent an email in. I've looked in the junk folder. I've been I've been vigilant. I mean, is he yeah. just conceding to Buck Swope? Is this like a Lady Bing moment that he feels like Buck Swope deserves it, and so he's just kind of Could conceding? Well if Swope sent one in, you know, yeah, persistence of, will win you. Maybe he's tired of Swope getting red last all the time, so he's going to wait to the last possible minute and send oh, it in. Oh, wow, meta. Yeah. All right, well, Maggie O'Brien's is going to get their live read now, and that's just Brian Henson's chance. Uh, Maggie O'Brien's Eddie McVeigh. <laughs> Uh, watch the doggies go down before a Cardinals game. Pretty soon we'll be saying, Doug, Blues hockey. Blues hockey. Probably seven weeks away probably from a preseason game. Something like that, yeah. And uh, anytime you want to enjoy a sporting event, Maggie O'Brien's on Market Street or Sunset Hills. They have music playing on the weekends at both locations. And if you want them to cater your party, they have done that for me and my family. It's Maggie O'Brien's. I uh, think Eddie McVeigh is one of the finest people in St. Louis business. He's my kind of guy, Doug. No nonsense. No. He'll have a taste with you. Sure He'll he will. talk it over with you. No. He's the best. Eddie McVeigh, Maggie O'Brien's, and his family. They've been running Maggie O'Brien's four decades. You know what you're going to get? Great food, great service, and a great time at Maggie rip O'Brien's. You He'll rip my ass. He's yeah. ripped my ass. Yeah. 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 He, he wasn't a fan of celebrity shot at the Dotem. Every once in a while, you'll see his dog out there on the patio with him. Well, yeah. well, I know he will rip you. Yes, he will. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Designer, he didn't call email. Tim says he's crazy. I say he's perfect. Enjoy your playoff with your fancy schmancy, correctly spelled emails and your Iggy said this, Tim said that, then that thing happened. Enough of that noise. Get it? You clowns have time to listen to the show. Well, until yesterday, I didn't. July has always been the busy season for my breakfast fry cook job. Mm. But I got fired yesterday. We had a new waitress, five foot seven inches, 125 pounds, and a body that could stop a clock. Oh. Anyway, I went in early and was mixing batter for the upcoming lunch crew, and I slipped into the vat. I was covered from head to toe. 
I was so upset I was crying. I thought I was there alone, so I innocently took off my clothes to throw them into the company laundry. And all of a sudden, I heard a quiet voice. What's wrong, Sad Eyes? One thing led to another, and we just started busting flush on the counter. Oh. Imagine my surprise when the lights came on, and Supervisor Walter yelled, You are both fired! Uh. And that is the story of the time I got fired from my fry cook job for having sex at the Rise and Shine restaurant for having sex with a waitress named Clarence. Clarence? Claire, maybe? How do you fall into a vat of pancake syrup? <laughs> Doug, that's your mom. Amanda, and then the last name is Lick. Amanda Leek. She's new. On this week's episode of Homemaking with Ken, we'll recap the so normal, not even worth mentioning behaviors of a late 60s gentleman. Highlights include tips and tricks to maximize space in your efficiency apartment, such as moving all of your indoor furniture outside in front of your neighbor's doors to force them to acknowledge your 30 years in radio and make watching porn in public normal. Also, proven strategies for reducing stress around the holidays by taking advantage of your family's hospitality and lugging your dirty laundry to their house like a train-hopping hobo. And don't worry about the detergent. They've got you covered. Oh, and hey, New Yorkers, stop by our store in front of in, in Hoboken to grab a free pair of Great Value slippers with a Nike logo poorly superglued to the side. Again, I'm enjoying the show. That's from Wally Pip-Pip-Hooray. No, oh, Wally Pip-Pip-Hooray. Hooray. I hate, I hate to do this because I love everyone on TMA so much, but this must be discussed immediately. I am 100% confident that Plowboy rummaged through that dirty trash can filled with soiled teepee while investigating the foul stench. He claims that he looked for dead rats and a rogue turd, but his oh. nose determined the smell was coming from the trash can. A good detective like Plowboy would never stop his search mere inches away from discovery. He would have pawed around that mess like a curious little cat until he hit pay dirt. When pressed about digging through the trash can, Plowsy's eyes darted at the top right. Classic tell that someone is lying. Ah. I bet he was digging through every single layer of used toilet paper like a 115-pound marijuana-filled raccoon rummaging through a dumpster for scraps. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. I think Jackson was the fellow who dropped the butt bomb in that trash can. He was the mystery dumper. When asked about the stench, Jackson played dumb, but his voice strained unusually high during cross-examination. Another classic tell that someone is fibbing. However, this all flew under the radar because of Iggy's baffling obsession with which minor leaguers would be added to the 40-man of a team 13 games under 500 and his shockingly senile confusion that InBev sold the Cardinals in 1995, you know, 11 years before they even purchased the brewery. Thanks to those two hijackings and a 20-minute phone call where a well-known home appraiser had what should have been a private conversation with Darren live on the radio, the focus was shifted away from plowboys sifting through a smelly trash can looking for brown buried treasure. But I know the truth, and if I'm wrong about any of this, I'll eat my hat. That's from the JV Golf Coach. Who's going to eat it? JV Golf Coach. Um, yeah. So can I say just something? I PLTD'd last week's show where you guys said there wasn't anything to do in St. Louis. And nobody comes here for tourism or stays here if they're smart or marketable or wants to prosper. Um, yeah. Okay. Then tell me why I got busy buzzed at 54th Street Grill in Chesterfield until they closed at 8.30 p.m. And then I took the Metro Link to Mid-Rivers Mall to loiter in the parking lot because they didn't allow anyone in without two parents and a utility bill showing a St. Peter's mailing address. 
And then I made out with the guy who begs at Highway 94 and First Capital right across from the closed steak and shake and the closed mattress store and the closed Long John Silver's. <laughs> she was a handsome gal with the delicate features of Detlef Shrimp mixed in with a toothy gal from Mystic Pizza. So, yeah, maybe you guys are just old and don't know the hot spots for us youngs. Unless you live here, maybe you need to shut the hell up. Thanks. I'm like one of those girls who only gets along with boys and stuff. Mm. Ah. I'm like the only who was I'm like the only girl who only likes boys and stuff. <laughs> She's new. And finally, and I guess he's won the month of July, Brian Henshin in a stunning withdrawal. I mean stunning. Okay. Ours is the type of presentation where the hosts feel free to drop in at any time and shutter spook attractive lasses to pass along to their coworkers and or horny listeners who have run out of jerking material on the tube safari. It's an honor to compete for email of the month with a former producer who, God bless him, is still chasing that career in journalism but has supplemented his income with an ASMR YouTube channel and yet still finds time to email the presentation six times each day. Only one email for me, as I'm terribly pressed for time. You see, I have to get my phone fixed because I dropped it the other day and my screen cracked. Why don't I have a screen protector? Well, I did, but I took it off for some reason, and I guess I enjoy the risk of not wearing protection. Speaking of, after the phone repair shop, I needed to get down to the clinic to get myself tested for the Ebola, since Ian Woosdom emailed me and the other 40 attendees from this orgy that we need to get checked out. Copied on the email was Buffett, the incestuous gay manatee who effed his brother Bruce to death last week and then somehow found his way into Woozy's sex party. I asked Buffett, reply all, of course, why he didn't stop effing his brother until it was too late. And Buffett explained it was a case of the manatee who cried wolf, and in hindsight, they should have had a different safe word. I googled best safe words for incestuous gay manatees. But all I got was a pop-up ad asking if I was jerking alone. It was so loud, everybody else at the laundromat looked at me like I was a total creep. And when I say the laundromat, I mean my sister's house at my niece's birthday party. That's from mm. Buck Swope. Nice little email, Buck. Bucky Swope. Doug, that's what we have for the design air heating and cooling email today. Brian Henshin did not participate. That means Buck Swope has just won the design air heating and cooling email of the month for July. Oh, nice win for you, Buck. He's a two-time winner, not the first two-time winner? I believe so. He's persistent. He shows up is what he does. Yes. He My shows up. didn't show up. Yeah. He's a regular every day, and that pays off. Persistence. Persistence. It's paid off for Buck in a big way. You have a vote? <laughs> well, Buck, we didn't have to have to vote. For, no. no, we had to vote for August. Oh, that's what we just did, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. if you're voting for Buck Swope. No, that was well, We were determining July, and Buck Swope and Brian Henshaw were in a playoff. Brian Henshaw right. did indeed. He won because... Hint you didn't email in. Okay, so we're voting now on these other emails. That's right. Okay. Uh, I thought the JV golf coach was the best. Uh, I like the, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know what his name is. I'm a girl who doesn't well, you have gotta, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to go with, I'm a girl who's only friends with guys or whatever the hell that was as well. That one? Damn it, Lucas. Jackson and I are going to have to deal with a situation down the hallway. It's trade deadline day in a year in which the Blues had to sell off and the Cardinals have to sell off. And they're not happy about it. No. And then the middle of it, I'm going to be talking Women's World Cup, and that's going to increase the yeah, not happy. Yeah, that's no good either. So all hell's about to break loose. I'd switch over to the YouTube channel on 101 ESPN, and you can interact with the people there. Uh, they use anonymous names and uh, file personal attacks for yeah. uh, about, uh, I guess, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., so 11 hours of it if you're interested. Uh, fun place. Fun. Yeah. And then you can text in, too, and interact. 
Uh, Doug has two sound stories. Plowhawk, enjoy your vacation. Appreciate it, guys. I'll see you on Monday. Safe travels. Absolutely. And uh, only boys by one day. (laughs) I know. Uh, I guess Jackson will be in running the board tomorrow, and KG and O-Town will be in the Horton Watkins studios. There you go. All right, time for us to shut it down. For the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Eastrow, for my brother Kevin, for Doug Sam Vaughn, I'm Tim McCurdy. This has been Ryan Kelly, morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.